Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome back to Anti-Diet Bride with me, Tally Rye. This month, we are chatting all about wedding photography. You may have seen that I recently did an engagement shoot with my wedding photographer, and I thought this was a great opportunity to bring him on. His name is Lewis Membry, and he is a really respected wedding photographer in the industry and just a really lovely guy. We cover so much in this episode from how to find the right photographer to you, to most importantly, how to feel most comfortable and confident on your wedding day in front of the camera. So I really hope you get a lot from this episode. Now remember to make sure you are following us on Instagram, which is at anti-diet-bride. And if you have any wedding diet stories or anything you want to share from the whole wedding process, maybe you've got a bridesmaid horror story, maybe you have been to a wild wedding, then send it in to our WhatsApp, which is 075-999-27537, or you can put a plus four four in front of that, and just start your message with ADB, so we know it's Anti-Diet Bride, and we want to hear from you. We want to start sharing your stories and start sharing your incredible moments from weddings. Funny, embarrassing, shocking, we want to hear from you. But for now, we'll get into this month's chat with Lewis Membry. Lewis, welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited because you are my wedding photographer, which is very exciting. We've already got to do one shoot together, which we'll no doubt get into a bit later on. But yeah, for people who are new to you, I thought we could really have a good chat today about all things wedding photography, being a photographer yourself, but also being in front of the camera, just help people navigate the whole scenario. Because I think for some people, that's a really like nervous part of the whole wedding thing. But how did you even get into wedding photography in the first place? Um, Accidentally. So I used to do photos just generally like, like a little bit of commercial stuff for, um, weirdly, a friend who writes for a tattoo magazine. And she had like this tiny, tiny little photo of her by every single article that she would write. And she was like, I need a new photo. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll do it. That's fine. Um, and I actually met her when having a tattoo because she was doing a, a write-up about the tattoo artist that I was getting tattooed by. And it kind of went from there, just did like little dabbling with photography. And then she was like, oh, I'm getting married. Do you do weddings? I was like, no, definitely not. Because they are so, so stressful. Or at least that's what I thought. It's a whole other beast, isn't it, compared to like doing a headshot, right? Yeah, because, well, you've obviously done photos for your stuff. So it's like, you know, the difference between that and the engagement yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I can just imagine it being so stressful. So I was like, no, 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 I'm not interested. I don't think I do a very good job. 
and then she kept asking and then I was just like okay go on then um did it it was very stressful realized I didn't have the right gear not the knowledge of how a wedding goes because before that I'd only ever been to my brother's as best man and I just kind of turned up got ready did a speech sat down and that was it and then there was all these like things you had to do like yes. bridal prep and details and everything and then as soon as you start like reading the blogs you don't you get a bit overwhelmed with like what you're supposed to do as a photographer on a wedding day and it was just a bit overwhelming but I left and I was just like that was so much fun I was literally just photographing people happy mm-hmm. which it's not exactly difficult in my eyes so that's kind of how I did it um, but I was still in like a nine-to-five job I was actually weirdly in a boat designer before very very random that is so different to what you do <laughs> now very that's very strange kind of creative oh god no it really wasn't okay. I, I, I basically i worked for a job where you use like um cad which is kind of like the 3d modeling thing but it was like my level of microsoft paint it was terrible got made redundant from that and then i ended up applying for a job that was a cad designer i have no idea how but got it and it was for designing boats and then the first boat i designed was a replica for uh, Richard Branson for his Virgin boat wow. where he like made the company so I was still working in that absolutely hating life and I did this wedding and I was like I wonder if I can make a career of it and then I was still living with my folks at this point and they were like well why don't you give it a go give it a year if it doesn't work sack it on the head move on carry on your nine to five um so I think I second shot so for anyone that doesn't know second shooting is basically so you've got a second shooter for your wedding. It's like if you need like a, the main photographer needs an assistant, whether it's to do extra coverage, stuff like that. So I just reached out to some photographers that I'd found on Instagram. I was like, I'll happily do it for free just so I can kind of build a portfolio because all I had was this one wedding um, and it was very, very small. So it wasn't really, I couldn't really make much of a website out of it. Mm-hmm. I think I second shot for about a year, did about 30 weddings for, for free, just like get a portfolio and then the following year, that's a lot of much... busy weekends. Yeah, it was. <laughs> At this point, I wasn't with my wife, Georgie. We, I was single, so it was kind of like, I'm not seeing anyone, so I may as well build a business and kind of focused on that as opposed to trying to build a relationship at that point. Um, and then a year later, I think I had like 10 of my own bookings and it just kind of snowballed from there. And then I was like, okay, this is what I'm doing as a full-time job now. And then that was about five years ago. I mean, I think... You're pretty damn good at your job. So it's been going well for you. I'd say so. It's a weird one that I I think I did two full years and then COVID hit. Yeah. And then it was kind of like 18 months of pretty much nothing, which when you've, okay, two years you've got behind you is like um, being full time is good. But when our work is literally based off of being able to go outside yeah. and have people gathering, and that was now illegal, pretty much, um, that was quite tough. And then obviously when COVID opened up, it just exploded with like the amount of postponements just went nuts. So it, it almost, I don't know, I don't know if it, my process sped up to what some people might have done over 10 years, because I kind of had no choice, because I had fitted in. I don't know, about two years, 18 months worth in about six months when we opened up because everyone was wow. postponing into the same kind of period. And they were like, oh, we'll go for um, a December wedding on a Wednesday because that's all the venue had left. And it just meant that we were literally like, I had one week where I shot a wedding Monday through to Monday 
and just said seven in a row and like the hours that I stay is pretty intense so I don't know if it kind of sped me more towards getting better at my job quicker I know I might not be where I am if it wasn't for COVID which sounds a little bit weird yeah because that hit the wedding industry really hard didn't it I mean especially in the UK all the restrictions meant that it was so hard to get people together to have a certain amount of people you know at one point I think you were allowed like 20 30 people max and it had to be outdoors and like yeah and then it's all you know there was this big boom wasn't there especially last year of everyone just trying to make up for lost time and Mm. just get it done it was pretty much there was a there was a point where it was i think they they dropped it and made it basically fully illegal to do anything then it went up to 15 people and my first wedding was in the june so it happened in the march first wedding was in the june and it was um four people on a boat ride on the river thames and it was even to the point they were like oh i think we're gonna have to kind of pick you up do a bit of the boat ride drop you off and then pick up And we had to keep like swapping the people that were on the boat because we we're only allowed i think five people on the boat in like that space but because the driver it got very very confusing and it was like having to swap get an uber to the next location the sister would get off miss out a bit and i'd go further that was it was nuts and then all of a sudden it opened up to 15 people and we were like okay then like we kind of had this like the micro weddings were happening then for a week i think we had 30 people where i think i shot one wedding and then it went instantly back down to full lockdown and it it just kept doing that for about well it was two years i think until mm. i think it was july 2021 we fully opened back up and it was like nothing was illegal it's like have as many people as you want there's no you can only do your first dance in front of your table because your food's there and you're technically eating and standing. And it was all these weird things. And obviously the government with their parties, it was very, very weird. The wedding industry got hit really hard. But then as soon as we opened back up, I don't think I know a single supplier that's not absolutely Stopped. knackered yes. since then. And it was like kind of 2022, end of 2022, everyone has kind of had like three months off since and has kind of gone, oh my God how how the hell did we do that that was nuts and now we're going back into wedding season but it's now hopefully back to normal in like the opposite way where it's not like completely dead then stupidly busy now it's back to like okay i can actually do a normal job we've got more balance and yeah you're able to pace it a bit more maybe be a bit more selective about what you want to do that's a good thing that is a Mm. really good thing um what has been, I suppose this, as you've worked in the industry for the last five years, and like you said, you've had a bit of a roller coaster through COVID as well. What has been your favorite part of working in the wedding industry? What do you, what do you enjoy about your job? I think, so the wedding industry can be quite lonely because you obviously are working on your own throughout the week. And then on the wedding day as a photographer, if a couple don't have, haven't like booked me with a second shooter and they've not booked me with a videographer as well when you go out throughout the day because we're like the only ones apart from like maybe a planner and the event coordinator at the actual venue you're pretty much on your own all day and then Mm. when you sit down for food and like they're having their food you've got no one to talk to and then you kind of normally straight after speeches you're kind of going into the party side so again you're not really going to be speaking to anyone and it can be very lonely then you go home back up and depending how you've got your work set up you could be working from home, have an office space or whatever, and it can be very lonely. So I'd say the best thing about the wedding industry is the community. 
I think like every business, there are some people that are very old fashioned. It's probably the best word where they're a bit like, oh, well, I don't want to get to know you because I don't want you stealing my clientele. And I'm like, it's a different industry because we're a service based industry, but we're not hopefully touch wood a repeat service industry we're not going to be like doing someone's wedding twice <laughs> hopefully so my logic has always been well i'm not going to be stealing your clientele because once they're married hopefully they're married done full stop end yes 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 um so it's nice there are people that are a bit like that but the majority are very much like that i've got so many photographer friends that if I'm not free, I'll refer work to and likewise. And I don't care. I'm not like, oh, they're stealing my jobs because that's just stupid. But like you get to know florists, planners, venue owners, like makeup artists, and you make a real good connection that when you turn up to a wedding, you're like, oh, I'd shot the wedding with, and you were there six months ago. And then you can have a catch up. And then if not that, you're kind of meeting up in the middle of the week to be like, right, we're all kind of lonely, not really seeing anyone. So let's do like... Once a week, we do like a, a meetup, for example. So like with me, I'll meet up with people once every two weeks. and There's like a big group of us. But then also, I also invested in an office space with a photographer um, that's local to me. Uh, and we obviously go to work every day. So we're now colleagues, but it means we can kind of like bounce ideas off of each other and not feel like we're just sat in a room editing all day we kind of get to chat and then obviously we both have our dogs there so it's nice and it feels like a bit more of a work environment again which is it's probably the only thing I miss about a nine-to-five is Mm. having people (laughs) yes I feel that I mean I'm self-employed I feel that for sure being on my own and you know I love getting to do this podcast for that very same thing of like coming to talk to people coming to interact um catching up with producer Molly like I love you know, I love being able to um, interact because I thrive off of human interaction. Mm. Um, and especially like f- through the last few years, I think we've all had less of it. Yeah, having people is really important. Having that community um, is really important. So I want to talk about, especially get into A, how do people, I mean, I've just been through the process of finding a wedding photographer, but, but what are your kind of advice from the photographer perspective of how to find the best photographer for you what do you need to look for what what do you need to know because I think especially for those listening who are newly engaged they might be thinking where on earth do I even start with this process how do I find the photographer for me good question um maybe so how did you get yours aka moi (laughs) Well, I did a lot of Instagram stalking. Mm-hmm. I just kept looking for different weddings. And I actually found you through you having shot at our venue before. And I'd seen some photos and I thought, oh, okay. So I know that A, this person has shot at this venue. They go abroad. They know what they're looking for. Oh, and they do the certain style I'm looking for. And for me, I knew the style I wanted because I had you know a a bit of a vision but I also think you look at there were so many others styles like every photographer has their style right and they're kind of the way they edit their photos and like the coloring in the photos and I don't know for me I just knew I wanted a certain that's a lot of like black and white photography and if people have seen our engagement pictures they can see the kind of thing I like but everyone's so different that I think unless you if you don't have a clear vision and I don't I think a lot of people don't have clear visions about what they want I don't know what what's your tips on where to start so Instagram is a very good like probably the best place 
for now. We obviously don't know what's going to happen to Instagram because algorithms and all that. So, but I think because it's kind of like we get to curate our feeds, how we want to portray our style, our edit, um, whatever, and what we're hoping for couples to book us for. But I think, honestly, doing kind of what you did is a very, very good example of like kind of stalking other photographers, going off of different styles, whether you're looking at blogs. And I don't just mean as in like Google your venue and then a photographer comes up and it's their blog. As much as I'm, I probably should be pushing that. I'm more about the blogs, like whether you're looking like Love My Dress, Vogue Weddings, stuff like that, where you can kind of see a kind of a collection of images which have been curated for that wedding. And then you can kind of be like, okay, I like that style. What am I drawn to? Because at the, from the outside, we can be like, oh, there's editorial. There's editorial, kind of like quirky, alternative. Like documentary yeah, style. Yeah, but from an outsider, you have no idea what any mm-hmm. of these words mean in relation to photography. So you're kind of just like, I don't really know what I want. And then you can get sometimes where photographers will put in their little bio on their Instagram that they're a certain style. But then for a photographer looking at you, like, no, you're not. So that's a little bit confusing to couples who might be coming going, I really want like an editorial style, I think. And then you've gone into an Instagram and it says, I'm an editorial photographer. And you're like, okay, that's what I want. And you're like, if you've gone off it because you've looked at a wedding on a blog and it said, this is an editorial one, you're like, that's what I want. And you've booked someone that's not, it's really tricky. So my best advice would be to do what you did, stalk different photographers on like Instagram I think some people are using TikTok now. I don't know. Yes. Um, But always, I think the most important thing for me, and I don't know if this has come from COVID because the amount of postponements we had, and as you said earlier, it's not looking at it in a sense as in I'm more picky now of who I book, but it kind of is that way. It's like I want to book couples that like me first and then they like my work. Obviously, the work has got to be very high up there that you like it. But if you don't get on with a photographer or you think he's a bit of an idiot, like you've had a meeting with them and you're like, oh, they're technically very, very good at what they do, but you don't vibe. I can't see spending an entire day with them. Yes. And like in your case, because you've got like multi-day, I'm like, how annoying would that be? You get to the end of the wedding. You're like, oh. A whole weekend together and you're like, you're like oh. oh, thank God he's going home. <laughs> You don't want that, so... Or you're like, oh, thank God I'm leaving their wedding because it could be the same for the couple. This this is the thing. It's hard to say without sounding like biased being like... Because I'll say it in my meetings that I'm like, I want it to equally be that you vibe with me and I vibe with you. If I get off the call and I'm like, it just wasn't a connection there because that's so, so important. If there's not a connection there either way, I'm just like, I know I wouldn't do the best. Not because I'll be lazy, but I just know... Just wouldn't do it justice. Wouldn't do the wedding justice because it wouldn't be, you wouldn't be able to relax around me Mm. because we're not vibing. So that is so, so important. I've kind of gone off what you said as a question, but it's more like trying to get the right idea of when you're inquiring, it's okay to inquire with multiple people. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, in like the photography, videography community, there's always this thing where it's like there's a lot of ghosting when people inquire. So have like the decency to sort of inquire if they're out of budget or they're they send you some details and you're like mm, that's not kind of what we're after just have the decency to say we've we've gone we're going elsewhere or we've gone elsewhere but it is okay to inquire with multiple because you don't know you're coming in completely blind unless you've done like a um you've been at a wedding 
and the photographer there you were like we loved them we saw their gallery from the couple because they were friends it's quite a hard one but another thing i will always say is always always ask and it's okay if they if the photographer thinks this is not okay then that's a bit of a red flag but always ask for a full gallery Mm. there is nothing right so i think for you for example i sent you my couples from your uh, french chateau but send you a gallery because then you'll get an idea of okay you're that you'll be the same because you're obviously very big on social media so it's like we curate our feeds to look very good i'm trying not to swear because i don't know we swear we swear look shit hot basically so getting a full gallery it's not to say that photographers galleries are sort of like loads of filler material but some can and they'll just post like an absolute banger of a photo at sunset in like an incredible venue but then the rest of the gallery might be crap and just have no like consistency the edits are off and it's kind of just like they went to that wedding kind of with a bit of an ego to be like i've got this venue and i'm gonna get this shot it's like no you're there to serve the couple Mm -hmm. and you want to get quality and you want to get loads of you want the the couple as the couple you're spending a lot of money on on a photographer and you want to have loads of pictures you love you want to have a whole mm-hmm. album full of pictures you love and not like oh well there's one we really love and the rest like oh and we spent all the money on that exactly you get you want you want to be able to look for a full gallery and kind of be like right they can tell a good story of the day it's very consistent with the edit it's not all over the place they're not just putting all their effort into like the hero shot that they're going to post on instagram if that's the mentality is that you're only po- you're only kind of shooting the weddings for that hero shot you're shooting the weddings for yourself. If you're shooting the weddings for yourself, you're in the wrong industry. Yeah. Good. Maybe that's probably not good coming from me, but like, I I don't want my couples to think that I'm turning up with an agenda for them. I'm like, I'm just there for them. What happens, happens. But I'm not going with a, I'm going to get this hero shot, post on Instagram, I'll get loads of likes. Great. It's like, yeah, but how did that serve the client? Yeah, totally. I think you sent us like several galleries to look through, especially the one that had already been shot at our venue just Mm. so we could see the vibe. And I found that really helpful because I got to visualize what pictures I wanted um, and gone like, okay, I can see that. Yeah, and I think that'd be great. So when I first inquired with you, I put in a few inquiries, some with French photographers were getting married in France. So I thought, you know, maybe I will go local. Um, And obviously naturally the ones I like are the most expensive. And I was like... And it's gonna be a no from mm. that one. Um, and I was looking and I was like, okay, that was from a, a list recommended to me. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna do my own research, did my own research and found the the vibe I liked. I felt like you could do that and, and get what we wanted out of the wedding and what we wanna take home with us. Cause essentially I feel like the photos and the video are the one bit you actually get to keep after Mm. the wedding they're the one thing that yeah you have all the memories but you actually that's what you have to kind of look back on when you know you're 90 years old and you go oh this was our wedding day and you know so that's really it's personally really important to myself and jack so we booked a consultation with you i think we chatted for like an hour i have a habit i don't know how to (laughs) shut up well you found the right person to talk to so i think we chatted for an hour took you through the vision I have for the wedding and what, you know, what the vibe was. And I think you were like, okay, yeah, got that. And then I think for us, it was like a really straightforward decision. And for me, do you know what? I think the exact same, I could have spoken to several photographers and that ordered the same style. But for me, 
the the thing that would mean that we were booking that person was who do we like the most who do we mm. vibe with who are we going to be most natural with who we're going to gel with who's going to be like a fun big part of our weekend and so that was really important what kind of style would you say that we we've been shooting for the engagement shoot so the engagement shoot would be more editorial so it's yeah. kind of but then that's kind of more i think i don't really slot into one i slot into a couple i think so my stuff's kind of like it's quite warm quite romantic which could be like oh that could be editorial but then i do stuff that's quite cinematic which is a bit yes, more that's like that's what i like as well i don't know ethereal but then you get some you could say editorial or ethereal and instantly think like light and airy and you're mm. getting all these terms and like, like a very bohemian wedding mm, yeah which i like i'm not light and airy but then that can come under the category of editorial. It's very, very confusing. But because you came to the table with like, we're kind of going for this style. This is what we like. I was like, yep, that's the sort of thing I do. But then because you edged more on you, like we really like the black and white. We want to, you wore what you wore, mm-hmm. which was the white dress. I came in with a plan. <laughs> I came in with a plan and that was good. That's, that's one thing I think some photographers are a bit like, oh, I've had a, like in our little communities, they're like, oh, we've had a couple and they like really want to do this. And they sent me this and they want to do this. And I'm like, cool. You know what you you know what they want. So why are you being so like negative about they're like, oh, they're ruining your vision. It's like it's not your vision, it's their wedding. Yes. It's not my wedding. It's not my engagement shoot. They know what they want. If I don't like it to the point where I'm like, I can't do a good job, I'll just be like, I'm not the photographer for you. Here's someone who is. Mm. But because you came in with an idea and you you really liked sort of like the I don't know, like a lot of movement and obviously because you had the the bow on the dress and it was like you knew what you wanted. So that, I'd say, that shoot was a little bit more aimed at the more editorial side of things that I do. Not that it's always like that, but what's important is that it mixes very well with, like on the wedding day, there'll be more of my like warm cinematic-y side, but with a touch of like the editorial. It's so hard. This is why I can see why it's hard for couples yeah. coming from the outside being like, what the hell do we want? I don't know because it's just too much choice. But I think narrowing it down helps. And then so for people, if they look at yours, yeah, I'd say that's more like editorial um, where we had a lot of like like the blurry shot. The blurry stuff is quite in trend at the moment. But yeah. but at the same time, it is just taking um, from like old film, which is like film was never perfect. And that's the point. Um, so obviously nowadays people are trying to make it not perfect, in a perfect way it's really really difficult but it does work really well so there's so many shots that we did of like the blurry stuff but it was kind of like intentional in the sense that it wasn't overly it just looked like a bad shot it was no it was supposed to show movement it's not like you were just stood still doing anything it was like crossing road or like mm. your bow going in the wind and things like that and that was important to you guys and i feel like you probably connect more with the photos because you can remember the moment instead of it being like I remember the moment because it was still captured, shutter, done. And forced, like really forced. Mm. That's what I didn't want. I wanted it to feel, I know I wanted a very like quite chic black and white editorial vibe, but with a real humanness to it. So it was like we were in the moment being really natural, like, you know, having a laugh with each other. And I feel like you really got the best of both. I feel like you got those sort of more editorial moments but I think there's like uh, looking through the full gallery that we've got now there's there's like one or two where we're kind of straight faced I think the rest of the time I'm just cheesing like walking around like the cat that got the cream I think <laughs> I feel like I look in every photo just just looking at Jack like with a huge smile on my face um because 
you know, that is, I'm, you know, I'm not this like really cool person who's very like straight faced and model posy and like Zoolander. Like mm. I want to have, I want no, it to that feel. Was, that was Jack. <laughs> I was know, Zoolander. it was so natural at it. But I want I wanted it to feel really kind of us and playful and yeah. like it, the, yeah, we were having the quite like a black and white feel and it to feel quite classic i think was the other really important thing but like a very kind of classic timeless that's the key yes that is my, that is my key classic and timeless is my my vibe um and but natural yeah and i think i personally think you absolutely nailed it i i'm very very happy i can't deny when like i even messaged you when i was like i'm so excited for you to see these because i know there was like a comment on instagram or tiktok i can't remember they were commenting on Jack and just being like, you've probably not even read this. No. But it's basically like, oh, I bet he was forced into doing all this and was like bored. And I commented back being like, I was there, obviously. And I was like, he had an absolute whale of a time. He was like the nicest guy on the day. He wasn't, I think it was because they were looking at it as a, oh, Tally the influencer is making him do this, this and this, where he's got like a normal job and blah, blah, blah. blah. And I was like, no, I, re- I really don't like how people instantly just, tar people with that as well. and i was like he had such a good time half of it was like he was getting more into it at certain points and being like i love this and he was like can i see the back of the camera i really want to see that that looked that looked great that felt really good that was really good and i was like it really is annoying when you've got people that's like oh he must be so bored and yeah like, it's clearly the girl like trying to yeah and it's like no it's not it's just because that's what instagram and pinterest has probably told you that because you've probably seen some chart that says 95 percent of weddings were organized by xyz it's like does it mean that um, that he wasn't interested he had a whale of a time and i think it was because it wasn't stiff and yeah boring like, don't get me wrong like i told you at the beginning it was kind of it's going to be like ease into it a little bit which that was when i think on your story you've got where you started filming sort of the behind the scenes which just to point out to people i'm not picking my nose <laughs> there is a point i scratch my nose and i go past the camera and i was like oh, i hadn't even noticed so i you, guarantee you, don't you re- worry you rewatch it everyone when i reshared yours everyone was like why are you picking your nose on camera i was like i'm not picking my nose just putting that out there um but i said the beginning is gonna be a bit awkward because a bit easier for you because you've obviously done stuff in front yes, of the camera this was jack's first jack's time never done it never done a shoot like this so ever like the before. first 10 minutes of photos i probably didn't deliver because I knew that they were going to be a bit awkward. But then get 10 minutes in and that was that straight on shot mm-hmm. you just posted. And I was like, you both look comfortable as anything. And I think it's because we made it a safe space for the pair of you, not just you or not just Jack. It was a safe space. I didn't have a an agenda of being like, I'm turning up, you need to do this for me, for mm-hmm. my portfolio. Mm-hmm. It was like, I want to be able to show what you two are like as a character and as a couple because there is no right or wrong answer yeah like people will go on instagram even on my instagram and they'll inquire and they'll be like oh, i'm really worried that all your couples look really romantic and all loved up and we're not really like that and i'm like they only look like that because they're being themselves they're not they've not gone onto instagram and gone oh we need to do that pose to look like we love each other it's like if you're not very like touchy-feely or more of like just have a load of giggles that's totally fine if you look back on the images on your wedding day and you can't really see yourself in a photo of you then you know there's some disconnect because you've kind of been like we've gone to do portraits of the two of us and we had to do this this and this 
because that's what we thought we had to do, but we, it just doesn't feel like us. That's okay. But do you guys justice. Just be yourselves. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The reason we did an engagement shoot is because my grandma turned around to me and said... I'd really like to get a professional photo of you both as your engagement gift. Um, I think she was envisioning us, like my, my parents have one from the 80s where they're stood in like a photographer's studio and it's a very stationary shot. I think like my dad stood behind my mum. Prom pose. You know, like a prom pose, exactly. Just completely envision that. And so I was like, okay, I'm, I take your idea. I'm going to run with it a bit. And um, when I first asked on Instagram, because the beauty of having a platform is you have like human Google at your fingertips. And so Mm. I always just go on stories and ask people for recommendations because they're the best people to ask. So I asked, you know, what what do I do about an engagement shoot? You know, my grandma wants to gift us one for our engagement. And everyone said, oh, you know, most photographers will do an engagement shoot with you as part of the package these days because um, they're becoming more and more in demand. However, since I've posted my photos, I've also had several people going, oh, is it quite common to do an engagement shoot? Like, why did you do this? Mm. So I think, I'm I'm sure there's an American influence in there somewhere. Like all things were very influenced by the American wedding industry. Um, But for us, this was a present from my mum and my grandma and also images that we're going to use on our wedding website and in future wedding things um, related to us as well and I actually think if you were more organized than Jack and I they would be fantastic um, pictures to send for a save the date or for your wedding invitation so you can have so many uses out of them we weren't that organized like are you finding yourself being booked for a lot more engagement shoots these days more people are requesting it I think the problem is is when you call it an engagement shoot it instantly gives you the impression it's like oh this is where the proposal, the proposal. is it's more like a shoot of the proposal happening which is why i've actually started calling them couples portraits to try and like deter from it's not doesn't have to be the, in the moment to, yeah, ending of the knee kind of thing yeah. it's kind of been like it's more of a you can use it for multiple things where it's a warm-up for the wedding to meet your photographer like you're doing with the website or if you're doing invites or anything like that and the the biggest one for me is just it's nice to have photos it's definitely americanized because a lot of americans do i think appreciate photography more than brits which is why they have so many stages throughout their lives where they have photographers like you've got senior portraits Mm. there's a lot more family photographers and stuff like that which is a shame that the uk aren't like that and it's becoming slowly more popular to do because it's just nice to have you as a couple but not in your wedding gear and like you've dressed up a bit yeah you don't have to do the whole white dress and suit that jack and i did i'm just a bit extra i mean i can't deny most people think it was your wedding that have commented on mine they're (laughs) like oh my god their their elopement looks amazing i was like no it's their engagement shoot (laughs) (laughs) and actually and, and i was inspired by seeing american engagement shoots where 
everyone would wear a white dress and a suit. Like, oh, I love do. that. I, th- I think it looks really good. We did get several comments on the street of like very drunk people coming to hug me um, because that they thought we were engaged. Weird. That was weird. She tried to kiss you on the cheek. She that did. She did kiss me on the cheek. And I thought in a post-COVID world, I was not expecting That's that. I was not completely okay. taken off guard. Yeah. She's like, oh, you guys, we, well, like we're engaged. We just got engaged. Um and yeah, all Happy of a sudden day. I'm being hugged and kissed on the cheek by a drunk lady at four o'clock in the afternoon outside the Ned. It was, it was weird. An experience. It, it was. was an experience. It was. But no, it's definitely becoming more popular to do couple shoots, engagement shoots, like ask your photographer. Like you did an engagement shoot prior to us who were like in their like normal clothes in a park. Like it was very low key. Mm. Um, it was just my choice to be <laughs> a bit extra. Um I mean, from my perspective, I do think having an engagement shoot, if that is an option with your photographer, was a really lovely way for Jack and I to practice. Like Jack and I have never done professional photos together. I have done, I've had, you know, plenty of experience, but he hasn't really had any experience. Which is annoying because he was very good. Ugh. Just standard Jack behavior, really. Just rocks up and does something once and is really good at it. It's the... um... The look away. He had like a he had like a strong look away kind of pose. Well, I can't remember where we were. It was just near the Ned, but we were doing the walking. But because we were trying to get a motion, bit of motion, not emotion, in it, we did do it a couple of times. And the light was being a little bit funny, so we had to go over this one shot, which isn't normal. It's just the fact we just couldn't get it. And he just kept nailing it every time. And you were like, oh, I don't know. What my I'm eyes do-. are I was closed. Like, You're like, my eyes I'm are closed. Like, oh, I'm, I'm not really looking the right way. And Jack, every single time, you look for it, every single photo on the camera, he's just in the boom, same. Boom, and he was just boom. like looking off yeah. or like blue steel. I was like, oh, Ugh, leave yeah. off. <laughs> i tell you what, just a quick side note. Obviously, our wedding is going to be black tie. Um, it will mean everything to Jack if you can make him look like James Bond. I'm going to say that now. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> oh, well, you have to ask him on that one. <laughs> but he's him. very, yeah, he's very into his James Bond. Like well, most uh, guys are. Yeah, he did great. Um and it is very much, I think, in a bride and groom situation, um, definitely does help the groom kind of feel at ease because it's usually the cliche to say that they're being pushed into doing it. But they're usually the ones that are more nervous. Yeah, because it's so alien to them. Yeah, and you know. in Jack's case, nailed it. Yeah. It's fine, piece of cake. Standard. And I think as well, the other you know, the other thing that we really need to discuss today is thinking about how we can deal with people who are feeling more nervous, maybe more body conscious Mm -hmm. on their, um, in, you know, on their wedding day. I know we've had several questions in, um, to the podcast, like as we've been doing this of people going, you know, I'm, I've done so much work on my body image, but still the photos and what I'm going to look like in the photos and how I'm going to look like on my wedding day is kind of freaking me out. And that, that's what makes me so nervous. What are your kind of tips and thoughts about that in terms of how to film most ease in front of the camera? Interesting one. Um, it depends because different photo. I think the thing is as well with the different styles of photography, some people are a bit more posy and I don't mean just sort of like the lined up group shots and stuff like that. Some people do on the wedding morning want to have a bit more of um, input, almost like the photographer and that's what the couple wanted. So that's why they booked them. Um, so it's a bit more like a setup shot of maybe the bride like I'll do stuff where it's kind of similar to that where it's like in the window getting nice light just before they go to the ceremony so 
it's a tricky one to go over because there's obviously that side which is slightly posed and then there's the more just constant documentaries like no input whatsoever and then with that you've got to think that you're not really aware photos are being taken so you could be like he just he or she is just doing their job but it might be you're not your favorite side mm. and they're like maybe you're in the makeup chair and they're taking a load of photos and in your head you're just like i wish you'd go on the other side things like this and it's the same for guys that like me i'm very very conscious about like my hair or the fact that i've got like a constant double chin even if i don't want it it's you can't help yourself but kind of like when there's a camera around be like constantly like looking mm. being like oh i feel feel awkward but it's just trying to come to terms with how you look is how you look and that's not a bad thing like when you look back on your wedding photos in years and years and years you're going to be older you're going to be wrinkly you might have put weight on that's fine it's it's sad i've had some weddings where you've gone to it and you can see that they're putting so much pressure on the cells whether whether they're covering up or like they're having the makeup done and as soon as i walk by i've not even got the cameras up i've literally just come to have a little chat and you can instantly see like hands have gone over stomach or like like i have been automatically through this i know there's a camera there and i'm constantly doing this like if i keep putting pressure mm. my chin will disappear you can't help it it's like it's natural but it's trying to come to terms with that's okay and to trust your photographer if you've got a good connection with them it's okay to tell them your feelings if you came to me and said lewis on the engagement shoot um i'm slightly insecure about xyz i would know and i'd feel much happier knowing you've told me that you don't need to feel embarrassed like it, the, the way to look at it is if you're if you're going to be open to your photographer because they're taking photos of you if you feel embarrassed telling them they're probably not the right photographer for you because you've not got that connection which as i said always comes back to like having the connection with your couples um if you tell me there's some issue you've got with yourself i'm always going to make an effort to be like throughout the gallery i'm not there to um what you call it airbrush it or anything like that but i'll be conscious of making sure i'm like they're not massively a fan of that side of the face i won't take that shot so much stuff like that so for example with me and my galleries as I said, I'm very self-conscious of things. My wife is very self-conscious of things. So what I do before I send any gallery out, finished, and it's the same as what I did with yours, even an engagement shoot, I pass it to Georgie, and she goes through it, and she has like the female perspective of it. And I might be like, oh, look how nice the light is. Oh, this was stunning. They look so romantic, even though they're having a bit of a giggle. She's like, they won't like that. I'm like, why? And she's like, just trust me. It's looking at it from... A different set of eyes mm. and, and a different gender and they, they can see that and it's kind of educating yourself on that as the photographer but from the opposite end it's kind of be aware that there might be something you're not happy with but everyone has got something they're not happy with like even like these big celebrity weddings which are quite a lot at the moment seems to be happening in the last couple of months and it's like yeah of course they look pristine and like porcelain but look at their wedding budget. They've had photographers that have probably airbrushed everything. Well, it might be a bit dramatic, but like airbrushed, they've had constant like every hour makeup artist comes and touches them up, sorts them out, hairs gets redone, million different dress changes. They're going to feel better than you might feel on your wedding day. I think it does. I think, you know, from my perspective, when we, before we're about to do the engagement shoot, you kind of said to us like, is there anything I need to know about? Is there anything you just anything you might be more conscious of that you don't want me to shoot and you know I am really leaning into 
any discomfort I might have and saying like, no, there was nothing. I really wanted us to just be in the moment. And, you know, from my perspective, the, the advice I would have to people is just really try and be present in terms of like in the moment with your partner. And what's interesting to me is when I hear you talk about that is how we all these insecurities we have about ourselves, the photographer doesn't see them, doesn't really notice and goes, wow, I can really see your connection in that moment. I can really see the love you have for each other. I can see your happiness. I can see all of those things. And surely isn't that the most important thing we should be capturing? And, you know, I'm sure that's what you're looking for on the day. Mm -hmm. You're looking for those moments. And so if we're able to be more present and just, and if anything and I know it's hard I know it's hard but let go of some of those insecurities and just be more then I think you get that more natural version of you um in the moment because I'm sure if you find you're like you know you're around people and you feel like oh they're like oh I'm relaxing my tummy and oh quick I better suck it in or I'm like tensing up or like tensing my arm or whatever it might be you feel that and I'm sure it comes across in the photos whereas if you are able to live in the moment, be in the moment, trust your photographer and go like, look, this is me on, you know, one of the best days of my life. And if this is how I am, this is how I am because, you know, that's okay. We're getting married. There's clearly a reason your partner wants to marry you. Um, that's that's the None key of these thing. photos are going to change their mind. <laughs> no, exactly. That's the key thing is if your partner, like Jack, Jack was so loved up on your engagement shoot. He wasn't all like <laughs> mushy, nothing like that. But you can just see if, if you gave the gal like your full gallery to anybody, you could see that he wanted to be there. He was loving life. He loved you to bits and was just so glad that he was there doing this photo shoot with you and nobody else. And that's all that matters. But you could come away and go, oh, but... I don't like how my arm looks in that photo or I've got a bit of a wrinkle here or I've got a spot or whatever. It's like, Jack, in this instant, Jack doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He's like, he's so happy he's with you. There was one image that he was like, look at my eyes, look at my eyes. I look really weird there. And I was like, I can't see what you're seeing. Like, I literally I cannot exactly. see what you're seeing. I think it's a gorgeous photo. And he's kind of looking at me and he's like, I look really cross-eyed. And I was like, no, you don't. You look... You really don't look how you think you look in that moment. He said it, Jury. I know exactly which one you're on about. It's the quite close-up shot. It was pretty much like the first. It was in the pillars. Yeah. And he was like, oh, because that was just when he was kind of getting into mm. it. And he was like, oh, can I have a look at the back of the camera? Which can all, all sometimes be a bit of a, it might be a trigger. Because you might not want to see it. You might mm. want to see it. But then you're like, oh, well, now I wish I hadn't seen it. And he was kind of like that. And you instantly just responded with, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I was like. You look happy. I'm happy. We're having fun. Yeah, I think he made a comment about his nose as well. Like, oh, look, my nose looks really big. I was like, my nose is big. Your nose is big. We have big noses. Like, let's just, we have big noses. They're not going to change. And so this is how we are. And that was right <laughs> at the very, very beginning. Yeah. And after I feel like you gave him a bit of a pep talk, he didn't care. And this is what I mean. This is what this is coming from. This is the guy being conscious about something which it's not just the bride no it's not it and really is everyone yeah like so i had mine i had my wedding th three weeks ago yeah congratulations and, thank you um and like i've got conscious as i said with my hair and my chins and stuff and i was like i looked at most of the photos being like oh but then i just looked at georgie and i was like she just looks so happy that i'm there which obviously obviously i turned up <laughs> we did get we, did, we got few. we did get ready together so definitely was gonna happen um but then I, I instantly was just like, okay, I don't really like how I look, but I love how happy she looks. Mm -hmm. 
and I, that's that's all that really should matter with the engagement shoe um there's several photos i looked on and i know that a previous a past version of myself would go well look at your chin there look at your tummy there you look at this your wrinkles your nose all these things i i could have picked out even on i've posted so many photos there are several photos there where my my brain that scans part of my brain that scans for flaws and use quotation mark flaws um was ringing like the alarms were going mm. and i was like no i am I love these photos because of the joy in these photos. And that is the most important thing. And, you know, in these, uh, in the dress I wore and everything, I was like, yeah, you can see my tummy in it, but I have a tummy. It's there 24 seven. It's always there. You know, okay. So he could have, you could have tried to like hide it from certain angles, but I have a tummy. Like that is me. And that is okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just gonna try and go with the flow and like be, like I say, be present, be in the moment and be in the moment in terms of remembering how we feel in the moment and that the feeling is what the com- the picture should communicate rather than this super like kind of neat edited version of you. Yeah. Um, I think that has been, that that was like one moment, you know, looking through photos like, oh, oh, no, actually they're really cool photos. So just let go of the rest let go of your way you're zooming in on these supposed flaws mm. like let go of that and this is the other thing if you can have a good experience with your photographer your videographer because they've made it fun and made it not feel like a stressful environment as i said it's a very short period on your wedding day doing the portraits but if it is fun you're going to remember that more and the other thing is humans feed off of each other's like emotions it which is it's so interesting to watch as a photographer especially when you're kind of like you might know some guests they might have been at previous weddings but 90 percent won't have a clue apart from maybe the couple and you stepping back and kind of taking it all in and watching how the couple are super happy and your guests just feed off of that energy and they're just like look how happy tally and jack are and they're just like joyous so happy whereas it's like what i always say to couples in the uk if your wedding is in the winter and it might rain embrace it if it rains because it is what it is uk's wet if you look unhappy your guests will look unhappy and it just dominoes and then all the vibe of the wedding just goes negative whereas if linking back to sort of like your body if if you're feeling happy you're like look how good i look on my wedding day because i've got the dress that i wanted you then start thinking about all the memories of when you tried the dress on you did the dress fitting whether it was with your mum or your friends the bridesmaids everything triggers like different memories and you want them to be happy memories not oh, i got this dress oh now i don't like it You're like no just feed that what was the feeling when you first found that dress that was the one the excitement of it the buzz yeah. the kind of anticipation and that, yeah and that will be like kind of how you'll learn to then look at the photos being like oh, i remember coming down the aisle where you might have one photo come down the aisle but you're like oh my arms don't look great it's like nope scrap that what was that feeling like when you saw jack at the end of the aisle and like it gives you shivers to try and like think about it and you're like oh, that's such a nice moment and then it starts to sort of like squash down all those oh but look at that oh but look at that it's like no screw that how happy were you at that moment how emotional were you at that moment what was the feelings you want which is why i'm like i hope people when they book me and they get their photos will be like we'll remember how it felt not just how it looked you want sort of like a more of an emotional connection with it it made you bring back all those like emotions of like getting in the dress, coming down the aisle, 
the party getting absolutely shit-faced and just enjoying <laughs> yourself yeah. and that's all that should matter really absolutely i if there's anything i want everyone to take away from today and that i want the whole thing i want anti-diet bride to be about is that you deserve to show up to your wedding however you want to show up and you are worthy of showing up there no matter what because really this is about celebrating a union that is what it's about it's not about looking perfect it's not about this perfection of this kind of instagram image you have in your head that's the problem is social media is you'll yeah. see people and be like and the comparison of it all i need to compare my wedding to this like yeah well their wedding might have been in a different country and they may have had an unlimited budget for example yeah. what why are you comparing there's no there's literally no point it's a waste of time waste of energy and i think people can have different budgets they can have different locations but ultimately you're there to celebrate a union mm-hmm. and if the focus is on that and if that joy comes across in the photos then who cares where you get married who cares what your budget is who cares the rest of it i mean the rest of it's a bonus everything's a bonus and really it's about that and i think you look i love the whole kind of aesthetic side of the wedding in terms of you know i have my visions and i you know i'm choosing flowers and i'm doing all the rest of it and at the end of the day i'm having i I will be telling myself you know because i there's a part of me that really gets caught up in all the social media kind of comparison of it all and like oh I need to do that and I need to do that and I need to do that but actually what is most important is the marriage itself I'm there to get married yeah I want it to be beautiful but also the most beautiful thing will be the marriage Mm -hmm. so that is what's most important yeah 100% Lewis this has been invaluable I really hope people feel kind of more comfortable informed and just generally empowered to kind of go into finding their wedding photographer go into their wedding just knowing that they can just relax enjoy themselves and that's what makes the best photos um where can people find you find your work and yeah support you um instagram and website so they're both just lewis memory if you can spell it it's lewis and then memory is m-e-m b-e-r-y dot com or just on instagram it's lewis memory but if anyone's got any questions or any concerns i'd happily message me i would suggest if it's photography related and you've got a photographer message them not because i'm not interested but i feel like you need that connection with them i could probably give you a nice answer and something that might reassure you but i think it's probably better coming from them but if you haven't yet and you just generally want questions of like, I'm not really sure about this or any questions about sort of like how you felt on the engagement shoot or how I felt like, uh, just honestly, just message me. I'm, I'm pretty good with messages. I'm a bit OCD, so they'll all get answered. So yeah, just a- any questions, just ask. I'm totally fine with that. Thanks. This has been wonderful. And I'm so excited to, for, we've got, I mean, we've got over a year. But I'm very excited. It will come for, quick. I know it will come. I know it will come quick. But I'm very excited for you to shoot our, our whole wedding weekend. And in the meantime, we have our stunning engagement photos, which we're just obsessed with. And we're already like planning which ones to print to put up around the house. So we're so thrilled. So thank Good. you. You're so welcome.